Hi, and welcome to The Art of Spiritual Sleep. My name is Wendy Rosenthal, and I am your co-host with Kabbalistic sleep and dream expert, Mordecai Ballas. Hey, Mordecai, how are you today? I'm great. How are you, Wendy? I'm fantastic. Thanks for asking. I appreciate it. We are here each week to go over all of the um, incredible secrets um, and spiritual wisdom behind sleeping and dreaming. And today's episode is called Happiness in Dreams. And Mordecai is going to tell us a little bit about how your mindset and, and particularly that of happiness um, really impacts not only your sleep and dreams. But before he does, I want to remind everybody to stick around to the end of the show when we have two great features, the first of which is the language of dreams, where Mordecai is going to give you the symbol of the week and what it means so that you can start to interpret your own dreams and also something to sleep on because we want to make sure that every week you have something to do to practice your sleep betterment and clarity of dreams. So please make sure you stick around for that. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to type your comments in the comment field. If we don't get to them uh, today, we will definitely make sure we follow up and answer them later after the show. So Mordecai, Smile and be yes. happy. Tell me, what does <laughs> have to do with dreams or sleep or anything like that? So, and again, I really appreciate everyone joining us, and I would love, we would love to hear and keep on hearing from you. We get great feedback, and we would love to hear from you. How did you sleep this week? How did it work for you to do the exercises, the recommendations of something to sleep on? And after we share this, it's really important that today we focus on happiness because really happiness is a key, a major key to become lighter. And the lighter we are, the greater affinity we have with the supernal worlds. In the upper worlds, there is, in essence, no such a thing as sadness. Now, we already spoke about it before that, uh, you know, in the day-to-day, -day, as much as we plan a day, we don't have a day that went really exactly how we planned it. Yeah, we have uh, great days. We have days that are, let's say, more challenging. So this interaction between the soul consciousness, as we learned before, and the body consciousness, as we learned before, it wears off the soul. The soul needs the recharge. It's kind of like you start your day and you get out of bed and you're in a happy mood. Oftentimes, right, it's like 2 o'clock comes around in the afternoon and, and <laughs> it's, like, it's like you're a flower, you know, that's kind of wilting. Like, where did, where did my happy mood go? Like, what happened? Right. I mean, unless you had a really good lunch, uh, <laughs> that can uh, lift up the spirit. And maybe you put for yourself like a nice playlist of music and uh, did, a little, did a little dance. Uh, but many times it's possible that we will end up the day like, you know, so f feeling the heaviness. Because uh, interaction with different people, situations can uh, take our energy. So that by itself is getting uh, the soul to a situation that when it needs to ascend from the body, it can take longer, right? Sometimes people like toss around in the, in the bed, like um, thinking about the day and 
I don't know, I can't fall asleep. Why? Yeah, because the soul wants to elevate, obviously, because it needs the recharge, but the body consciousness is pulling down, pulling down, pulling down. So, uh, and we will talk about it in another episode, what does it mean when someone is uh, going to sleep, even for a short time, and then they dream that they are falling. It's related to this. So, in essence, we need to release, as we said already in previous episodes, the sandbags of our air balloon so we can go higher and faster. We, I, for those of us that uh, uh, took a flight here and there, uh, we can easily say who prefers a soft takeoff rather than like a really bumpy one that everything is shaking. So the happiness is actually a tool. It's not a concept. It's a Kabbalistic tool to allow yourself to ascend faster, lighter. When we say to someone, come on, you know, be less heavy, be lighter about it. What are we actually saying? We are actually saying inject more happiness more happiness and and for longer periods of time and i i just want to ask because you know it's so interesting i was in the i was in the store the other day of course with my mask on and um i saw time magazine has a special um edition about the science of happiness the whole magazine was about happiness so it's very interesting to me that you're talking about this as it relates to sleep and dream when it seems like the the kind of the scientific world and the mindset world let's say is catching up to the idea that happiness is a really important thing in life so obviously the Kabbalist must have been talking about this a long time ago just because it's part of what you're saying is the process of better sleep and dreams yeah so you elevate faster you avoid nightmares um or at least reduce the level of nightmares, because as we're going to learn in a later episode, nightmares take place when there is not enough elevation, when the soul could not elevate beyond the, let's call it the regular atmosphere. So, in essence, the Kabbalists knew this is what it's about. It's essential, not just, uh, I would say, to say to yourself, you know, I had a good day today, so I'm happy. Everything, a lot of things went my way. No, we're talking about, this is passive happiness. We're talking about <laughs> proactive, initiating happiness. Almost like to say that the natural state of the human being is gravity, is pulling down. Happiness is something you need to invest in, like marriage, like relationships, like career. And imagine yourself waking up in the morning, reminding yourself, okay, what are the benefits of happiness? Do I want to be happy today? And when 2 p.m. comes, like you said, did I take my pill of happiness today? Oh, hey. no, I didn't. <laughs> We're not endorsing <laughs> happy pills, by the way. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, uh, we're not talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> metaphorically, yeah. yeah. Metaphorically, the pill of happiness can be a playlist that you dance, can be laughing yoga, 
can be just standing in front of the mirror, looking into your eyes and starting to laugh. <laughs> now, laughing is contagious. Make me happy the rest of the day. <laughs> yes, you can play this recording again and I again. <laughs> you know, it's, it's really interesting. By the way, in the beginning, when you look at the mirror and you start to laugh like uh, you lost it, you'll hear this voice in your mind telling you, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, you lost your mind? Why? Because Mordechai, the sleep expert, told you you need to laugh like crazy. And what if there's someone that sees you right now? They can hospitalize you. What are you doing? You know what? If it's too hard for that voice in your mind, start with just stretching your cheeks. <laughs> like this. Now, if you manage to do for at least two minutes, what it does, it releases endorphins, which is the same hormone that is uh, produced in other activities which we're not going to mention right now. <laughs> and you, you start to feel it, just two minutes. Even if you had a challenging moment, a challenging thing, we need to remind ourselves that we need to, it's already taking place, I, I'm feeling euphoric. <laughs> I know, me too, yeah. I'm going to just start laughing. <laughs> we, need to, we need to remind ourselves, we need, we need to inject this consciousness on a regular basis. And then, asleep, we will ascend faster, our dreams will be uh, lighter, will be clearer. Instead of getting rid of all this cloudy, with the chance of meatballs day, <laughs> we can actually go to... A, and, and you know, even uh, it's part of uh, the bonus for today. You can even watch something funny uh, before you go to sleep. Make it for yourself as a routine. Watching something hilarious or reading something that will really make you laugh. I, you know, I think it's so interesting. I'm going to give a little bit of a plug for another teacher that I know at the Kabbalah Center who has a whole series of classes on laughter and finding, doing exercises to bring joy, um, internal joy into your life. So I wanted to ask you a question because you're yes. talking about, um, you know, watching a movie before you go to sleep, which I think is a great idea, but is there a difference and does it affect your dreams and sleep if it's kind of this internal joy that you're emanating versus, oh, I've watched something like an external or something good happened to me today. Is there a difference if there's a state of internal happiness? Yes, obviously, if it's internal, it will have more effect. If it's external, like someone would come to me for a session of dream interpretation and they would tell me, oh, I had this amazing dream and we were laughing so hard. One of my questions would be, did you watch something funny before you went to sleep? And if the answer is yes, is yes, this is a dream that was induced with the energy of external happiness, so it's less of a true message. Ah. But if the dream was not induced, was not motivated by external thing that really, um, like, uh, I don't want to say artificial, but sort of external, uh, it, it wasn't the, let's call the real deal, you had to like force yourself, then um, it's, uh, and again, it's, it's less of a true message and unless throughout the day you made the effort to awaken it and then you have a dream that is uh, joyful and happy, that's, 
that's even even greater. So you know, I think a lot of spiritual practice now are, and it's funny. It's kind of like like you were talking about. Maybe you can go in a little bit more depth about this. That when you're kind of driving happiness internally, that you're aligned with the nature of the universe, and that that alignment brings more. Is that true? I know you were saying in the upper worlds there isn't sadness, but Yes. I, you know, I got to tell you, everybody hears about hell and that can't be very happy and that's not in this realm or maybe it's not the <laughs> upper world. That could be a whole nother conversation. But but I just I'm curious about how like the Kabbalists talked about, you know, wh- how joy and happiness fits into spiritual practice, not just for dreams and sleep, but yeah. as a part of the whole package. Well, it's true that the hell is a is a different conversation because when we refer to the upper worlds, we mainly refer to everything that is uh, positive okay. and everything that is uh, encouraging and and the hell again is a different hell is a different conversation but it is a, it's also positive in the sense that it's cleansing different souls allowing them to transition to their next level uh, so but going back to the spiritual practices and the link to certainty the kabbalists teach that uh, Sorry, happiness. The Kabbalists teach that happiness is, is linked directly to certainty. Yeah. Meaning, and they have they have a bond together. What is what is certainty? Certainty is knowing that the hand of the Creator, the Master of this universe, is in everything that I'm going through, and it's all for the best because the Creator doesn't make mistakes. So even if I don't seem to see right now, what's the point? Why am I going through this? Why am I having this challenge? He knows what he's doing, or maybe it's a she, right? The creator knows what he's doing, right? So in our, from our point of view, we, we might not see it. So if I'm certain, again, it's not being certain that uh, I'm going to close this business deal. I'm going to make money. That's great, but it's more referring to uh, desire. I have this strong desire that it's going to happen, so I have conviction. But it's not certainty. Certainty is, I know the Creator is with me. He's running the show. I'm doing my effort to turn the light on, but the light is already in the room. And everything that I'm going through, even though I might not see it, is for the best. If I know this, not that I believe, because believing is less level than knowing. If I know this, I'll be happy. And, and, right? I'm and happy that, because everything that's happening right to me right now is the best for me. There's no mean there are no mistakes. It's really the best of the best for me. And if I'm happy, then I'm also having certainty. Because otherwise yeah. I wouldn't be happy. Exactly. I would be worried, kind of... I would be concerned, I would be analyzing the future or the past. But if I'm happy, I'm already connecting to certainty. Because I know it's going to turn out in the best way. And so when you're connecting with that, going back to not only sleep and dreams, it just, it impacts everything in your life. Yeah. Now it's a hard, it's not an easy thing to do, right? Yeah, but it's also helping you to, um, to let go. Those of us that have some control issue, it's funny because I heard recently that uh, one of the companies, I'm, go- I'm not going to hear a uh, 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 publicize uh, one company or another but i heard at least one company that uh, is gonna have uh, autonomous cars by the end of the year 
fully autonomous. Like they already have something, but it's going to be fully autonomous. Now, how many of us really imagine ourselves going to sleep in the back of the car while the car is driving? Ah, come on, you know? No way. Like, no way. <laughs> so imagine, you know, if you link this, again, hopefully maybe we'll get there someday soon. But if you link this to certainty, certainty is what allows you to let go of the attachment of the control issue. Try to laugh and at the same, but hysterically, and at the same time worry about something. It doesn't work. You can't do both. So the laugher, I think also physically, uh, from what I learned, from what I know, laughter is also releasing different, uh, like the muscle activity in the body. It releases the tension in the body. Uh, there's something related to uh, like the lower part of the stomach, like different researches on what it does. It's just beautiful. So laughter and happiness, smiling, is really creating a shift. And it's a positive snowball because it's growing. And the more you do it, you grow your certainty with the creator. You improve the quality of your dreams. You improve the quality of your sleep. It's very common sense in the sense that um, do you prefer sleeping with a heavy heart? You prefer sleeping with going to sleep with a smile of your, on your face. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, it's, it's kind of like that old saying. I think we even touched on it the other, you know, in another episode that, you know, the old saying about don't go to sleep angry. Yeah. You know, I know it seems like it, yeah, it's like uh, a silly question, but. Right. For, oh, but that's a good point. So forgiveness also is, is, is about connecting. You can't be happy if you're angry at somebody so is forgiveness a way to kind of turn on the happy happy internal happy switch yeah and i'm guessing that also we'll have a whole forgiveness episode by itself but uh, because it's really another tool that the zohar the main text of kabbalah really specifically talks about it um, and 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 we are in a, in a reality that we can count our blessings there are so many things that we, uh, and by the way, the more we count our blessings, the more blessings come to us. Yeah. Because the Creator is saying, oh, you think that this is, these are blessings? <laughs> wait till I give you everything else. <laughs> yeah, wait till I give you and what you so, really need. So I do it with my kids also when I put them to sleep. Like, um, we try different things because I want their sleep to be lighter. And uh, I incorporate in an indirect way uh, different, um, different things, uh, different Kabbalistic tools. And one of them is also the laughter, the, the happiness. So I do like uh, um, uh, laughing with an accent. <laughs> so, can you do that uh, now for us, please? Yeah, yeah, I can demonstrate. <laughs> so it can be like, um, it's no offense to anyone, you know, but uh, it, 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 my kids call it the, the Russian laugh. So it's like some, it goes something like this, like, <laughs> and sometimes they find it a bit scary, but um, I try to go on the, on the right side. But, but it's really, it's, it's really relieving so many energies. And again, it's also, you cannot hold grudges about something that happened to you today if you are in a mode of happiness. 
But here comes the but. It's really essential that you find creative ways to remind yourself throughout the day to smile. It doesn't cost you anything. I would say to be careful because you might be sitting in a board meeting or in a Zoom meeting and you're just smiling like you, I don't know, you took drugs or you drank <laughs> something and it's like, what's wrong with you? You know, you, but it's, uh, you know, it's good to smile. Even if you're not in a meeting or even if you are in a meeting, find the right time and smile. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I find, you know, even if you walk down the street or you, you run across somebody in a, in a supermarket or whatever, smiling, it costs you nothing and it makes everybody feel good. And then the, the, the love you get back is, it, it actually helps you sustain for the rest of the day. Do you know what I mean? Like right. when you see that, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And I, I mean, really, you know, the opponent will say to you, why, why is this person smiling to me? I don't know them. And the answer that you can give your opponent is why not? Exactly. Why not? Why do I need to give an explanation of why should I smile? Why should I be happy? Why not? There's no excuse. It doesn't cost me money. It's a win-win. Um, it raises the level of my... Uh, my the strength of my immune system this is also linked that uh, when someone is sad or they don't pursue happiness in a proactive way um, it's ra uh, lowers the level of the t-cells of the immune system as if someone and then the individual is very vulnerable yeah so i think any virus <laughs> I think any virus or anything, yeah, of course, we always have to be as safe as we can, but any virus, once it faces happiness, uh, instead of worry, kick is, uh, you know what, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, you've given us lots of reasons to be happy today, not just about sleep and dreams. And before we move on, I just want to put in a, we're going to definitely do a show about how to put your kids to bed so that their dreams are even better. That's a whole, Good. could be a couple yeah, series, a couple of weeks of that, yeah. Because I, I just love that idea for my own son of making him laugh before we go to bed. All right, let's move on to the language of dreams and the sleep yes. symbol of the week. Mordecai, what is it? So the symbol of the week, which is actually linked to, uh, uh, it's actually linked to this energy of uh, happiness, crying and actually tears so usually you know um, we might be associating uh, crying with something that uh, is not so positive something happened and god forbid and someone is sad about something uh, but usually we forget about the other implications of crying that crying is uh, you can be crying from joy like scientifically, um, from what I've learned, um, there's uh, the tears come from three different locations. One is closest to the nose. That's from sadness. There are tears that come out and it's in the middle. That's from happiness. And the tears that come from the sides, this is from the soul like really being relieved, relieved, relieved 
like the soul is being freed from something that was holding on uh, to it in a long time. So the Zohar explains that um, there's a whole lengthy explanation. The Zohar explains that the tears are actually uh, drops of light that penetrate through the curtain that we have just below our eyes. We all have like a curtain and because a, a tear is not something that just flows for many of us, right? A tear is something that um, it's like almost like a bit of an effort to go through, to get out of the eye and, and go there. Um, you know, if I tell you right now, okay, Wendy, cry. It's not like, a, you know, even in the movies, they give you drops so you will cry. It's not something so-called natural. So the, the Zohar explains that the tears represent revelation of light, something that is out of the nature. So when you dream about someone that is crying, it's actually good news that are coming soon. And the longer, the stronger the cry, the better the news. And even if it seems sad, it's again, usually many times it's the opposite in the upper world. So it's good news that are coming soon. And if you were able, most of the people are not able to do that, but if you are able to spot in the dream that where the tear came from, it's even stronger. You know, it's going to be a release of the soul. It's going to be a, something physical that is taking place, or it's going to be, it's, it might look sad, but it's going to turn into great joy and good news that are coming soon. And uh, we can calculate how long it's going to take for the good news to come according to the time you had the dream. So it's another one of those. If you dream, by the way, about someone else crying, oh, you know, it's a message for them that, or maybe it's a connection also to you, that good news are coming uh, to, their, to, to them and it's going to affect you as well. That's what I was going to ask. Are you saying when someone cries in your dream or if you cry in your dream? Both. If oh. I cry in my dream, then it means good news are coming my way. Whatever I thought it's going to turn out, no, it's going to change and transform into amazing, beautiful news. If I saw someone else, it means that uh, for them, they're going to get a good, they're going to get good news that might possibly affect me as well. And we can calculate also the time. And the louder the crying, the more the tears, the better. I love this. I love this because it's such in contrast. Well, it was seeming in contrast right. to what we were talking about today. So, you so never... many times, many times when someone starts to tell me, oh, I had a dream, I was dreaming that I'm crying, I'm already starting to laugh because I know what they're thinking and I know where it's going exactly. to be. So. Exactly. All right. This is great. This is why we love this, this feature because you, you explain so much and it makes it so much more clear when we all have the dreams and we, we want to analyze our own dreams at first. Um, something to sleep on for this week? Right, so we wanna practice happiness. So I would say the main exercise is uh, to stand in front of the mirror three times a day and uh, to ask yourself, to say to yourself, I love you, Mordechai. I mean, you can change the name to whatever <laughs> it is your name, right? I love you, Mordechai. <laughs> I accept you, and then the final uh, 
Sherry on the top, what can I do for you today to make you happy? And listen to this voice, this guidance throughout the day. Do it three times a day, morning, afternoon, and uh, even evening, not just before you go to sleep, but I would say around the evening time. And um, there are bonuses that you can do. For example, making for yourself a playlist and do a dance. Um, you can uh, watch something funny every night uh, to start really to connect to this uh, joy. Even if the beginning, some of it is exter external, it's okay. And number three, which is another, uh, again, the third bonus is to count your blessings. Even to make a list of your blessings and to take a look at that list, to expand this list every single day, uh, to really grow your appreciation because appreciation will lead you to happiness, which will lead you to better dreams. And, uh, and again, just keep on uh, smiling and remind yourself to smile. Stretch your cheeks uh, two minutes a day or more. And watch this episode over and over because if nothing else, it'll make yes. you smile a little With a <laughs> Russian laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. What a great, um, great insight from you today. Um, I want to remind everybody that you can find um, all of our Something to Sleep On and the Dream Symbols of the Week on our Facebook group page, The Art of Spiritual Sleep, um, on Instagram at Art of Spiritual Sleep. You can also find us on YouTube at uh, The Art of Spiritual Sleep on our YouTube channel where you can find all of our episodes archived if you need it in one place. And also, if you would like to reach out to Mordecai with any questions or if you're interested in a dream interpretation or sleep coaching, you can reach out to him at dreams at Kabbalah.com. We are so excited to be here next week with you. But until then, we want you to smile, be happy, and sleep yeah. really well. Smile all the way to your bed. Bye-bye. <laughs> Good night.